Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I'm your host Gabe Thomas, with me as always is your co-host Francisco Alcala. Today we're talking about Captain America from 1979, which, it's funny that we had Spider-Man 77, Doctor Strange in 78, and now Captain America in 79. We we had a nice little break last week where we got to actually talk about a, 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 a good, good movie. movie, a very good movie. Hey, Spider-Man was a good movie. Spider-Man is not a good movie. <laughs> It's a good time, but it's not Avengers Endgame. It's trivia time. Reb Brown, who plays Captain America, was at a Comic-Con in 2005, I think I didn't write it down. Um, and apparently Captain America, which this isn't really a surprise, was going to cross over with the CBS Hulk, Lou Frigno, and the Spider-Man, Nicholas Hammond. So oh my God. <laughs> I would, would love amazing. to see them all together, but that never happened. This is the first time Captain America ever threw his shield in a movie. Which, now we have to talk about something that we probably should have brought up in the first episode, but we just kind of glossed over it. Which is that, okay, so, <laughs> on this podcast where we, we say we're talking about every Marvel movie ever in release date order, we kind of lied to you guys at the very start, because we didn't talk about the first Marvel movie ever made. Because it's a Captain America movie from the 40s that is four, four hours long. Four <laughs> hours, a four hours long Captain America movie where Captain America is in about five to ten minutes of it. And he's a district attorney named Grant Gardner and he doesn't have a shield, he has a gun. <laughs> so maybe one day we'll go back to that. Today is not that day. <laughs> it's not that day. So yeah, we, we, uh, we and lied no, to you. <laughs> no day in the foreseeable future will be that day either. Probably probably never because probably <laughs> after we see Howard the Duck we're gonna want to kill ourselves and maybe we will maybe There's only time can tell the budget was about one million dollars which yeah I mean there's uh, yeah. a lot of stunt stuff I, I can see that so that I think that makes sense according to the producer <laughs> this isn't about this movie I just think this is funny <laughs> uh in 1981 there was gonna be a Captain America reboot where Jeff Bridges was Captain America and Peter Fonda was the Red Skull but that never happened because right now the NBC is owned by Universal, so the rights were at Universal, and then it went over to Canon Films, which Canon made the 1990 Captain America movie, which I, I'm excited to talk about that one in a few episodes. This is something I noticed during the movie and wrote it down, and then one of the pieces of trivia I found was about this exact little inconsistency, which most at one point in this movie, a bad guy has a suppressor on a revolver. Oh, yeah. And I, mean, I didn't, weird. didn't think that that would work <laughs> i'm not a gun guy but i didn't it didn't seem right yeah and so one of the pieces of trivia is that there's one revolver <laughs> that can use a, a suppressor and i'm not gonna try to pronounce it but that isn't the one in the movie so <laughs> I, I probably just hot glued it on to whatever they had uh this was released theatrically in columbia in 1981 for some reason <laughs> And Reb Brown's only other notable credit, which nobody's going to know what this is unless you're a Red Letter Media fan, and that's Yor, the Hunter from the Future, which is a really weird space bounty hunter, alien, whatever, B-movie from the 80s. It's hilarious, and you, you should check it out. And this is directed by Rob Holcomb, who directed a lot of ER, and he directed The Six Million Dollar Man, which I'll talk about later why that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and it's time to talk about the film, which this one is technically a film. This one isn't a, like a TV pilot. This one's a movie. It's a TV movie, but 
it is a movie. So we start on just some... Okay, hold on. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Before we actually start talking about the movie, one of the... The only commercial... <laughs> yeah, oh, on, I know exactly what you're going to On uh, the DVD <laughs> the, is yeah. one for a show <laughs> called Superhero Squad, and that took me back to my childhood. I love Superhero Squad. That was Squad. such a good show. Did you ever play the video games? Yeah. I, I, had, I had the first one on my PS2, and I had a bunch of the action figures. I only... I had the second one on the Wii and some of the action figures. That the I, second I, one's about the Infinity Gauntlet. Introducing the all-new Marvel Superhero Squad, the Infinity Gauntlet video game. The hunt is on for the limitless power of the legendary Infinity Stones. Yeah. <laughs> we Fucking Thanos was in the show. Yeah, yeah. He was, and everybody was in the show. We got Ms. Marvel, Silver Surfer. I like, think Silver Surfer was like the last villain of the show or something. Yeah, probably. I remember the Silver Surfer one more than most, but yeah, that's that's like the best period of Marvel where you get all the weird collaborations like you get ultimate alliance as everybody you get superhero squad which has wolverine spider-man captain america like you get blendings of things that you never would see back then because that still is when the movies are coming out i think that shows like 2008 or something but i think that's probably because the company that re-released these captain america movies is shout factory who also re-released the doctor strange that we talked about two weeks ago and shout factory is known for doing they they're just like a company that re-releases all this old, old weird stuff on dvd and they're probably distributing superhero squad at the time we should go back and watch some superhero squad Maybe. i feel like it might hold up a little bit i remember it being a pretty it's decent show got really like i'm not expecting batman the animated series oh, or anything no not even close it's, it's like fun it's just like a yeah. really fun silly kids thing but that's fun i thought that was cool i yeah. didn't write anything about that but yeah i'm glad you brought that up so we get some stock scenic backdrops against uh just new york whatever nobody nobody cares that's how all three of these have opened so far <laughs> it's yeah, just that's how... stock stuff uh, is York. that how most movies started at yeah. the time? It looks like The Shining. It looks like the start of The Shining <laughs> when they're going up the mountain to the Overlook. It's just like that, like there's a winding mountain road, but it's not in Colorado. It's in San Francisco <laughs> for some reason. There's some pretty cool music in this movie, also kind of like Doctor Strange. Some, so there's there's a there's is a theme. Captain America does have a theme, and it's a cool theme. I'll probably I'm, I want to put more clips from the movies in the podcast, so I'll probably put a clip of the music in around here. <laughs> He's in his he's super 70s van that's covered yeah. in, like, brown shag, Fucking shag rug. The one thing that I would never have expected to see Captain America in is a goddamn is, van. Is the dorkiest. For some reason in this movie, he's a weird, like, sur- like he's kind of like a hippie. Yeah, he's a surfer dude. He, yeah, he's a, or, yeah, there we go. It's, it's the yeah, end just, of the era. He's of, a surfer dude. Of, like, of that time. In this scene, he's going to, like, a beach house mm-hmm, that has yeah. a bunch of surfboards just, in his just, dirty just, old van. Just to talk to some surfer guy that he's friends with and i think this movie's a lot prettier than spider-man or doctor strange <laughs> even though there's some cool cinematography stuff in doctor strange i still have my suspicion some of that's just stock footage it's definitely stock <laughs> but, footage yeah so steve stops at, at that mountain that overlooks the beach and talks to some surfer dude uh who calls him steve-o and yeah that's he, my oh favorite. that's right he called him steve-o <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> Steve-O. This surfer guy was clearly written by like some 40 year old white guys. Yeah. I don't know anything about the culture because all the. There's some really stinted dialogue. Pretty mellow set of wheels. And Steve has weird like pre 2000s frosted tips. And, oh, God. But also curly hair. <laughs> like yeah, curly it's... blonde hair. He was in the Marine Corps, so. 
he's not yeah yeah <laughs> but the military despite being such a big part of steve's origin has nothing to do with this entire movie pretty it pretty much has nothing to do with and it. steve has a really weird voice in this scene he's like he, he's talking about how he's kicking back looking to live the slow life after the military well, i've been coming down the coast slow and easy you know kicking back he has a weird voice in this entire movie mm-hmm. i feel like the actor that plays him just doesn't know how to act <laughs> yeah but i, I kind of like him. i kind of like it but at the same time like come on dude <laughs> and and then steve just gives him a drawing of the beach <laughs> yeah like a five-year-old asking for his thing to be hung up on a fridge he's just like here i made this so i think that's kind of fun because if you remember in captain america the first avenger super deep cut he does like he draw he's he's an artist like, yeah he will draw he draws like the monkey on the tightrope the kind of thing so that's cool <laughs> that that's a central part of this i think that's and then a guy in a suit pulls up and watches Steve. I don't remember which guy this is. Probably the bad guy. Yeah, it's one of them. There's like there's a three of them. them. They all look the same. Yeah, they all look like the same old I thought, generic creepy bad I guy. Kind of like Peter Cushing. You may fire when ready. I thought the scientist was like was the bad guy for a while because they look so similar. <laughs> and he keeps getting he talks about how he keeps getting telegrams from some guy. It's <laughs> the first telegram I've gotten from this guy, Simon Mills. So Steve calls his friend Jeff, and Jeff tells Steve to meet him in his house, and they gotta talk about urgent stuff, but he won't tell him what it is. So Steve drives off, and the bad guy's following him in his car, and the car guy radios to a construction guy that Steve's on his way, and the construction guy tells Steve the road is blocked, and he has to take a detour, which is a bad sign. And he does, and then the, the guy in the car tells the construction guy to get out of there. <laughs> I'm just confused, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I didn't know... <laughs> what the fuck was happening for the first, like, 15 and, minutes of the movie. Yeah, None of it made any sense. It's so confusing. And I was watching it in, like, five-minute chunks because I was I was not getting into this <laughs> one. I was not in the mood. I, and I thought that, like, Steve did something, but he didn't really do anything <laughs> yeah. at this point. The car guy radios to some guy driving an oil truck about Steve, and then he flips a switch that just sprays oil on the <laughs> yeah, road. Which, it was is like, that a thing? Like, to me, it seemed like fucking Mario Kart. Yeah. Like, just fucking having a button to or, spray oil. Or like the transporter. Uh, yeah, Steve's van slides on the oil. There's some... But I, I still thought the scene was actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. There's some cool camera under the van shots. <laughs> even though apparently he doesn't know what brakes are. <laughs> no, he doesn't even try to stop himself nope. he, at like, any point. It, it, it looks like he's holding down on the accelerator trying to go faster yeah, it's like he's just looking for death <laughs> and this was like this is a really tense fucking moment <laughs> like because like i was i thought he was just gonna stop on the edge of the cliff but it really looked like he was gonna go over and then he fucking yeah, went over he fucking goes off the cliff at full speed and that's when i was like okay i'm into this now because <laughs> he falls down the cliff and it's not a very far cliff though no it's not but i was impressed yeah that's such a, like, specific van, you know they had to do that for real. Yeah. Like, like that van fell down that fucking cliff, and that's awesome. Uh, Steve makes it out okay, but his shirt is ripped in, like, places it couldn't possibly be yeah. ripped in. It's, like, ripped near his collar or, like, and over shit. his nipple. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like... Like, you were in a car crash. So specific. It didn't even look like any of the glass shattered, so he couldn't have gotten... He didn't have, he didn't have any blood on no, him. No, he's fine. So he he I don't know what cut him up. Yeah. I don't, and then he has a motorcycle in the back of his van like the fucking Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> and we fade to a government laboratory where Steve meets Dr. Simon Mills, and, Do- and Simon was like, oh, Steve, I know your father, which that's something that happened to Doctor Strange, too. We're yeah. just talking about how he knows his dad. And they're a scientist together. This scene gives me serious Amazing Spider-Man vibes, like 2012 Amazing Spider-Man vibes. 
because a big part of that movie is Peter Parker, or Richard Parker and Kurt Connors work together, and Peter Parker is helping them out. And Steve Rogers, they talk about how Steve Rogers used to be a motorcyclist, and that Steve's dad created, oh, this is the other thing, Steve's dad created the super soldier serum, yeah, which and, is horrible. And also, later in the movie, they straight up say, he was Captain America. Yeah, he was Captain America. So but, like, not even apparently first... it was as a joke. <laughs> or something. Captain America wasn't even the first Captain America. Like, Steve Rogers is not the first Captain America. Apparently his dad was the first Captain America and everybody thought he was a little bitch which, for it. that's a whole fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, but in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 it's shown that Richard Parker <laughs> made the radioactive spider. Yeah, but something. nobody cares about Amazing nope. Spider-Man. No, but I'm saying it's like the same thing, which is funny because yeah. in the 70s Spider-Man movie we watched, there's like the first person walk crawling that's like an amazing spider-man so i think whoever made amazing spider-man mark webb or whoever just watched all these fucking <laughs> movies and took note but a super soldier serum is called flag which is the full latent ability gain you're really fucking reaching for yeah, a cool you're, acronym you're really trying too hard on it so we see a rat with flag that can lift over to 21,000 2100 pounds and they can run 57 miles per hour but also they're all fucking dying yeah <laughs> they're just like yeah they're <laughs> that's gonna die in like two weeks <laughs> yeah yeah they're like oh yeah but it's a rat nobody fucking cares <laughs> nobody and cares about lab rats offset they all probably just snap the necks of the rats because <laughs> nobody gives a shit about animal safety back then and uh simon says that they've been working on this formula for years trying to perfect it and it always works but two weeks after the subject always dies <laughs> so going through the creation of the super soldier serum is a pretty cool idea because usually it's just oh we have it yeah and we and made now it you have here it, you Steve go because <laughs> you know stay who you are but always be a good man or whatever <laughs> what that's what stanley tucci says in the first event whatever happens tomorrow you must promise me one thing that you will stay who you are not a perfect soldier but a good man so simon's like let's do a few more tests on you steve let's do some tests and because uh it doesn't work because cell rejection but Steve's dad made the serum from his own cells, and so those cells would be passed on to Steve. Even though that's not how cells work. Yeah, you that's pass not how down cells work DNA. at all. <laughs> you don't pass down cells. But sure, we'll just fucking... But it's, it's the a, 70s. People don't know how a, science works. That's true. <laughs> Fuck you, Rosalind Franklin. <laughs> think of one. Wendy Day, which that's a very, like, James Bond girl name, yeah. shows up, and she looks like Stevie Nicks, because it's the 70s and everybody looks the same. All women, blonde women look the same. And she is the new head of flag, and she's nice and pretty, but she's wearing this disgusting orange jacket yeah. <laughs> uh, orange is my favorite color but they're using a gross like pumpkin orange not yeah a nice, it's like nice competition orange it's weird like bright neon orange yeah, it's, it's gross but also no it's it's like gross autumn leaf orange or, or, yeah, or whatever yeah. wendy's like oh simon spends a lot of time talking to the president well, i don't want to talk about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm just a working girl i don't know working nine to five what a way to make a living working nine to five. I'm, i don't know how these things I don't know about these big, big man things, <laughs> because it's some weird sexism. Because it's the 70s. Some subtle sexism going on. That scene just ends, but it doesn't. I thought it ended, no, and it just goes Steve, back into it. Steve is just like, nah, I don't want to, and then he just leaves. <laughs> well, no, but yeah, I thought that's what happened, but then they're drinking coffee together or something. Oh, yeah. And Wendy's like, 
talking about Steve's dad, and they say that he was the original Captain America. At this point, they don't reveal that he was literally called Captain America, but they're like, he was a super crime fighter. And we want you to be a super crime fighter, Steve. Super cool crime fighter America, man. That's That will be your official name. <laughs> and so that kind of makes Steve a little less interesting when he's not the first Captain America, but that's okay, I guess. In hindsight, Steve gives a speech about how he's spent his whole life in the military and just wants to chill out and see the country he's fought so hard to protect. It's a pretty cool speech. I'll probably put that in, too. Let me tell you something. All my life, I've been taught to live by the three words inscribed in the statue of West Point. Duty, honor, country. Hey, it hasn't been a bad life. Lots of times I feel pretty good in here. But it's been yes, sir, no, sir. For as long as I can remember. Three military schools and the Marine Corps. And that's been about it. I think I paid my dues to uncle the way my dad would have wanted. Now I just want to get out on the road. Look at the faces of America. Maybe get some down on campus. I don't want to report in or check out. I don't want to look forward to weekends. I want every day to be the same. I just want to kick back and find out who I am. He refuses their project, and he's like, I'm going to go help out my friend Jeff. <laughs> uh, and so he rides his motorcycle to Jeff's house, and Steve just walks around the house calling for <laughs> Jeff, but his office has been fucking ransacked. And he's dead. And Yeah, and he's dead. Or well, he's dying. dying. Yeah. Jeff's dying on the floor, and Steve, he's like, uh, Catherine, that's my wife's name. Uh, she's going to be important later. Kind of thing to Steve, and then and he dies. And then I thought it was Simon showing up, but it's the fucking just some bad guys show up and steal some stuff while Jeff, well, well uh, the bad guys steal stuff from Jeff while Steve calls an ambulance. There's so many names to just, they're all just boring white guy names <laughs> I need to balance. So that night, we get a fucking information overload that was making my head hurt and I'd watch the scene about three times to get all the information right. So, the, the main bad guy is named Bracket and he wants the film from Jeff so they send a guy named Parker <laughs> to retrieve, to retrieve the film but Jeff didn't want to give up the film, so Parker was trying to scare him, but he ended up killing him. And so main bad guy Bracket looks exactly like Simon, and Bracket's the guy, I guess, who was in the car earlier trying to kill Steve with the oil. And Parker was the one who stole the camera at Jeff's earlier, but Parker said that Jeff told Steve <laughs> something before he died, but they couldn't make it out, which was the whole Catherine thing. And the leader of the bad guys, Bracket, tells his henchman to find out if Rogers knows where the film is and then to just fuck his shit up and kill him. <sighs> Okay. And so. It's a lot of information. It turns like, out, well, we're not done, because it turns out that the film has something called the linear time equation, which I'm pretty sure they just stole that from DC Comics, because Darkseid's whole thing is that he has something called the anti-life equation. And so the, it's just it's just a magic equation that'll make everything right. But in this, the bracket. In this, it's the thing they need to make a bomb. Bracket has this scientist working on a bomb, and so they need the film. I don't think we ever figure out why he's making a bomb. He just is. No! I didn't even think about that there's yeah, literally no never, reason for him to they never explain why he is just making a bomb he's never and been repressed or, by society i don't think anything. they even explain where he's sending it he's just making a bomb yeah. to blow people up yeah <laughs> because generic 70s villain it's the most boring fucking plot not just generic 70s villain generic fucking villain. tv <laughs> villain just the most it's, a, it's like a cartoon villain yeah it, it, yeah it's more like a cartoon than anything else 
But the problem is the rest of this is too realistic to be like have like a fun cartoon plot like yeah. that. Okay, we're back at Jeff's and Simon's questioning Steve, but then the FBI guy shows up and asks Steve about Jeff, and Steve says that he knew Jeff all his life and that Jeff was friends with Steve's daddy. And Steve tells the cops about how he's like, oh, Catherine, Catherine was the name of Jeff's wife who died in a plane crash. The information overload has not stopped. So nope. <laughs> it, it doesn't stop for another like couple minutes it won't stop it? until we get to the meatpacking district so steve asks jeff's daughter tina <laughs> Jeez. see it's just names and names and names there's like there's been like 10 characters introduced in the span of we're at the like 20 minute mark now so steve asks jeff's daughter tina about something but the fbi says that they haven't found tina and so she's not there and the fbi tells steve to study the room see if anything's out of place and he says that there was a camera on the lampshade. I don't know why he knows that, but there's a camera in the lampshade. And now the camera isn't there. And there's a desk calendar, too. But that never comes back yeah. again, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Tina is now downstairs. <laughs> so so the FBI couldn't find her, but now she's <laughs> downstairs. I guess they did. And she doesn't know her dad's dead yet. And Steve goes, and she also looks like Stevie Nicks. She probably <laughs> looks more like Stevie Nicks than the other chick does. <laughs> and Steve goes to her, and she's a normal, another fucking hippie chick. <laughs> They're all the same. Everybody in this whole movie looks yeah, the same. Yeah, I couldn't tell either of the blonde women in this movie apart. I yeah. thought they were the same. <laughs> and Steve tells her and her really gross nails that she does, <laughs> that her dad's dead, and she does acting. I just talked to him today. He said that you were coming over to see us. He sounded so happy. I called earlier to see if anyone was home. Why, Steve? Why? And Simon tells Steve that whether he likes it or not, they're everybody now, every all the, the 100 characters that we met in the whole movie are now involved because of Jeff's death. Okay, Simon reveals that Jeff was part of a top secret project known as Zeus, which we never find out what that stands for. It's just, it just sounds cool. And Steve says he's never heard of it. No shit, it's yeah, a government it's a, project. It's a secret, top secret, <laughs> it's confidential a secret for project. A reason. Steve Rogers is just some surfer dude who's maybe in the Marines for a bit. <laughs> for a couple years. can ride a motorcycle. And so he straight up is like, oh, it's just, it's a neutron bomb. So, you know, somebody's looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve thinks that there's probably more to it than that. But then Simon just sleeps. He's like, good night. Fuck you. <laughs> and Steve gets a phone call from Brackett's main Peter Cushing looking henchman. Yeah, I just think he looks like Peter Cushing because Christopher Lee's in the next one. I just want old, old British villains to be <laughs> old hammer movie monsters to be in all my superhero <laughs> films. Oh, yeah, we're very upset about what happened to Jeff. Maybe you should uh, come out to a gas station. Come out to this in the abandoned of, gas station. In the middle of the night in, like, 20 minutes. And during the call, this is funny. I'm definitely going to put a clip of this in. During the call, the guy takes a long pause for, like, Steve to respond to whatever he just said and then yells at him for interrupting. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> a friend who's very upset about what happened to Jeff Hayden. Well, what do you know about it? Don't interrupt. Like, he waits for him to respond. Steve responds, and he's like, don't interrupt yeah, me. don't interrupt <laughs> me. So Steve wears his all-white tra track suit, motorcycle getup, with this, with, like, yellow goggles and a helmet that looks like the Stormtroopers from Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> and he arrives at this very Texas Chainsaw Massacre-looking gas station, where he gets cornered and questioned about the location of Jeff's film strip, and Steve just tries to drive away. And, you know, they have a gun on him. They could just shoot him in, like, the leg and take and, him in. And they don't. They don't. They just chase after him. And this is a despite like the really cool vehicle stunts earlier and the really cool stuff later this is horrible yeah, it's so 
There's the lighting is awful. Yeah, it looks like (laughs) it's like pitch black except for like lights from the car. It's like they tried to do a realistic because you know if it's night you're probably not gonna really be able to see anything. But if it's night in a movie, yeah, you need to set up some fucking lights, set up some reflectors, and then it wasn't in the budget. There's no street lights or anything. Yeah, because they're in the middle of nowhere. It's a a dark desert road, and all we have is headlights to light it, so we can't see anything. It's the most it's the most boring chase (laughs) in the whole movie and maybe one was boring scenes in the whole thing until the last horrible until the horrible last 15 minutes starts we get it's okay it's pretty good when when the car sneaks up on fucking on captain america it just comes out of the woods like jason Voorhees. <laughs> It just comes out of the woods. I didn't expect that. That was pretty funny. And then the whole thing's kind of redeemed by this awesome stunt where a dummy of Steve and his motorcycle fall off the side of a fucking mountain. And Steve says Steve has fallen. That's Oh, yeah, it's the same day. It fucking blows up. Yeah, and then there's an explosion that has, like, the Michael Bay fireworks come yeah. out of it. But fucking Steve just blew up. <laughs> yeah, he blew up. So I, I was like, oh, he's gonna walk it off. But no, he's in the hospital now. And they literally say he's dying. <laughs> oh, and also, all that explosion happens next to, like, a forest. Yeah. Like, like, like that that must have started a fire. Sm- Smokey the Bear would be pretty mad, I think. Because that's starting, <laughs> really a fucking, starting a fucking forest fire. And now it's literally just become the $6 million man or Inspector Gadget or RoboCop or whatever where somebody's, like, horribly injured and mutilated and then they, they just use science to bring him back as something weird. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, because they say that he's, like, dying and then Simon's just like, well, the serum might kill him, but he's gonna die no matter what, so, so might as well try maybe it. Maybe he'll bring him back to life. <laughs> so they just fucking inject him, which I'm pretty sure that should be illegal. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a crime. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that. Especially when there's no doctors in the room other than he's not a doctor no, he's is not he? he's a scientist yeah i don't know what he's doing why he's in the fucking surgery room yeah it's just like what if yeah <laughs> oh man if they were building a universe doctor strange could have been the surgeon oh wait oh, he's, that... a, he's a psychiatrist yeah he's a psychiatrist in this oh, fuck see you ruined it yeah. you ruined it nbc or cbs what was this i don't know fox oh shit this is really random and unrelated to this movie but i just remember that i'll post something about it but we're on itunes 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're on iTunes, everybody. We're on iTunes now. Uh, the verification went through, so if you guys don't want to keep listening to us on Spotify or then Stitcher to, or wherever, listen to us on iTunes. Listen to us on iTunes. <laughs> uh, Come on. I'm sorry. I just can't talk right. Our one job is to speak clearly. I know. I, know. I don't know why I did. At least I haven't hit the table a hundred times <laughs> this episode. Um, and so, yeah, they inject Steve and he flatlines, but he comes back from the dead like Frankenstein's fucking monster. And his readings are going off the chart like Mark Ruffalo on a lie detector. <laughs> They're going crazy. And Wendy grabs a blood sample and there's no cell rejection, which is, again, the concept of cell rejection, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't. But... But science, so... Steve tells... Oh, it's the next day, I think, right? It's the morning. And Steve tells Simon about the oil truck incident. Probably should have told him earlier. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and it has somebody's out to get him. And Simon tells Steve that he injected him with flag because Steve didn't know. He was unconscious. He tells him about the whole flag thing because it was his only chance of revival and he's like steve you probably won't die like a lab rat yeah but probably i've never done this before on a human so i don't know and, and s- he is 
like he's pissed which he understandable yeah understandable because you know you just got injected with steroids against your will that might kill you in two weeks yeah oh my god and you might or if you don't die you're gonna become horribly mutated probably (laughs) until you do die simon's like you'll probably only experience the beneficial results but i don't have any evidence to back that up fuck me i'm not even a doctor (laughs) and why am i in the hospital with you steve's like i don't want to be one of your fucking lab rats this wasn't my choice and and simon's like you owe this to science for us to be able to test you and steve's like no this wasn't my choice (laughs) this was your choice and i don't owe anything to science i don't i don't care about the benefits and side effects it's not my idea i'm not gonna be any part of it this is really creepy that you injected me with drugs against my will yeah oh yeah steve tells simon he's he's grateful i'm still alive but i'm pissed that i'm never gonna know how long i really have which that's a this is kind of a great scene. Yeah, I actually really like it. There's some really good... Steve is... Red Brown is really good in this scene where he's talking about how he doesn't know how long he's going to have left. To continue something your own father started and that so far has saved your life, not taken it. I'm grateful for that. But I'm not grateful for the fact that for the rest of my life, I'll never really know how long I have. No. It's like one of the only scenes that he's a good actor in. Yeah, I don't hate him. I think he's <laughs> yeah, fun. I don't hate him. It's just he doesn't know how to act too well. And, and fucking... but it's not a. It's it doesn't take away from like the movie or anything. It's no. just kind of something I noticed. He's fine. He's probably better than. He's much better than Nicholas Hammond in Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's an actual. He's doing actual acting. I think. Yeah, more than the other. He, two. He's doing an okay job. But yeah, so Steve's like, "Fuck you, Simon. Goodbye." And Simon's like, "All right, well, you know, if you change your mind." Yeah, like he leaves. He leaves. Like an angry three-year-old, like he like throws the door open and like, yeah, he's, like, does. He's, like he's pissed. Yeah, he's just he fucking didn't get his Cheerios. He's mad. <laughs> uh, a nurse comes in and tells Steve. I thought this was funny that he's about as fully recovered as any patient in the history of medicine. And then the main henchman guy comes in into Steve's room with a gun. I don't yeah. know how he got in there, but and this is when we get that revolver with the silencer. He's like, ah, oh, no one's gonna hear you, buddy. <laughs> or yeah, but it's very clearly a revolver, which is like. <laughs> one of the loudest guns you can yeah, bring into a exactly. hospital. It's not, it's a super like acoustic <laughs> gun. It's not, it's not quiet. And I, yeah, I was like, I don't think that's how guns work. Uh, every gun not, can have a silencer on it. not knowing anything really about guns. It it's like trying to put right. a silencer on a shotgun. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about all the video games where you can put silencers on shotguns. Yeah, and that's I'm, not how guns work, yeah, I don't think. Guns work. <laughs> Fuck you, Agent 47. <laughs> you lied to me. But yeah, the three henchmen take Steve to a meatpacking shop thing you know it it's it's got all the fucking cow carcasses yeah hung up. that's you, it's you, one you of those, know what we're talking it's about. one of those like fridges full of skinned animals i don't <laughs> know how they got him out of the hospital <laughs> i don't know either okay so the rest of the movie sound design is whatever it's nothing notable but it's fine this whole scene has like a horrible like air conditioner sound over it like <laughs> really statically like shot on vhs shot on video consumer-grade camcorder-type <laughs> sound. We've got as long as it takes, pal. Now, let's try it again. And so they're asking Steve for the film, and they're like, he's well, like... Well, while asking him, they fucking <laughs> poke him in the shoulder, like, yeah. where's the film? And it's, like, really it's, gentle. It's, it's, it's weird. The most ridiculous interrogation they're horrible yeah um like for being for being the bad guys like, in this movie they're terrible there's at their no, jobs they don't hang him on a meat hook they don't like torture him or anything they, they punch him kind of hard i guess they with have like with like as tallahassee and zombie says 45 percent power literally all they have is i don't think any of them have any guns pointed I at think him the silencer guy still has his weird they have armor one rope tied around his wrist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh my god, very tight. I love it. I love, <laughs> I have a comment about that rope later. 
But they this is this kind of reminiscent of the first Avenger when he's with the Red Skull when they knock him on his knees and he's like he's like I'm a kid from Brooklyn because <laughs> he's like what's so special about you and that's so. What made you so special? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. That, that, that's I just like thinking about that scene. <laughs> first Avenger, I think when we get to the first Avenger, that is going to be two to three hours of me just talking about why that might be the best superhero movie ever be, made. It's going to be a, it's going to be four hours long because one of those hours is going to be you talking about how about great Steve and Peggy, Peggy are. are. Oh, I just love it. <laughs> I just love them. Oh, there's a hilarious line I'm going to put in. Your friend Hayden took some very important pictures for us. Then he got cute and hid the pictures. And then he got dead. Steve breaks out of the rope, and uh, I don't think I was supposed to pause this. I don't think this was meant to be on a medium where you could pause it, because I don't know. It was probably on VHS, but again, that's all staticky and, and, and stuff, and I don't think you could really tell. But when it's on higher definition that's supposed to be, and you pause it, there's one rope around each hand, like like so. There, it looks it's supposed to look like one rope, but it's two ropes that <laughs> yeah. he's holding his wrist together, <laughs> and he just and moves he just, his hands just, a little. Yeah, he just pulls one hand away from the other, <laughs> yeah. so it's like he's broken out of the rope. It's really bad. Good effect for the time. Bad when you look at it too it closely. It would be fine if it was on VHS. Like, I'm pretty sure that's how most movies do it. Yeah. Because I don't know if most actors like being fucking tied to, to a thing. <laughs> well, you know, there's definitely some who do. I'm looking at you, Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, so he throws the fucking hot, hot guy who looks exactly like Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men <laughs> into the main guy and pushes the big guy into a wall. He swings a meat hook like... He swings on a meat hook like Tarzan and it... Yeah. Turns a corner, and it's so funny. Uh, the fucking music in this scene is so weird. It's like we, barely music. There's some horrible Casio keyboard sound effects, yeah, it's, which it's really I will weird. display. It's really weird, like synth noises. Yeah, it's horrible. It's I horrible. hate it. Well, only for like a 20 second period, and then yeah. the rest is just the horrible air conditioning <laughs> with a little bit of the Captain America theme song, which I love. Song. I know I talked about it, but I think it's good. Like, it plays over the main menu of the DVD. I'm like, alright, I'm kind of in. <laughs> he pushes a bunch of the cow carcasses, and they smush Javier Bardem, like, in Looney Tunes. Yeah. It's great. Steve slides a piece of meat at, like, the feet of some fucking bad guy. That he just fucking throws he one, just, doesn't he? <laughs> well, he jumps over it, and then he gets cold-clocked by the swinging meat thing, <laughs> and it falls over. He's got all three of them hanging from meat hooks by the back of their shirt. It's not weird, like, leather face. Like, they're hanging from the back of their neck, like, their skin or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, by their collar. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're hung up, just, They like, could very easily get out of that, be but, fun. you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a weird bit where they're at the... Oh, shit. I'm gonna have a tangent in a minute, guys. It's all time right, for my tangent. Right. It's, but, it's time for this episode's tangent. But Steve and Simon are at the beach, and Steve does some more drawing he gives him a little a little picture or whatever and so this is this is where so simon asks this is a good bit too simon asks uh what it feels like to be more than the man steve says it's frightening and a big responsibility and this is when i, I had a little thought which this is, is uh, when gabe snapped <laughs> i didn't snap i just thought it was this was interesting this isn't a whole spider sense level tangent this is just a i don't think anything's gonna beat the spider sense oh, tangent well, for a while well, wait until i get into a peggy tangent oh god <laughs> but uh uh so they talk about responsibility and i kind responsibility is kind of a big part of a different superhero's uh, whole whole thing. And so what I think is that CBS saw the error of their ways by not putting any of that Uncle Ben or any lessons or responsibility stuff into their Spider-Man show. 
show. And so they kind of tried to retroactively apply the message to Captain America, because hindsight's twenty twenty. Your main responsibility is just an important hero attribute that should be represented in any good story. Who knows? But <laughs> I, I think it's funny that, like, there's literally no fucking mention of being responsible or being a hero in Spider-Man, and then they g- basically gave a Peter Parker speech to Captain America. Yeah, it's I weird. think this is kind of unrelated, but now that I'm thinking, thinking about it, isn't this another movie where he has no reason to be Captain America? No... In all of these movies so far, they have no reason to do anything heroic. He, Captain America might have more reason than the other two, because he wants to be, like, his dad. Yeah, but it's not but like... He still doesn't really have his own reason it's for not it. It's not like he's a, a kid who... Because in, like, Steve Rogers, MCU Steve Rogers... He just volunteered well, for... Well, he's a scrawny kid yeah. who... And when he's talking to Bucky, he has that line where he's like, Come on, there are men laying down their lives. I got no right to do any less than them. Like, he just wants to be part of the fight for his country, and he wants to make a difference and protect people, because he he doesn't like bullies, as he says. He doesn't care where they're from, but he doesn't like bullies. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. Yeah, he doesn't have the type of reason. It's probably not as glaring an issue as it is in Spider-Man, where it's like, what the fuck? just (laughs) Spider-Man. Doctor Strange only becomes Doctor Strange so he can have sex with sorceress women. (laughs) But... Yeah, I think you're definitely right that it, he just wants to be like yeah, his this dad. Yeah, is, this is yet another movie where there's not really a solid reason he's, for them to exist. going in the just... father-son business, which that might be a, f- a fun thing to talk about in each superhero movie we talk about, which is like, okay, is there a reason for them to yeah. be a superhero? Do they actually have a reason to do this shit, or are they just bored? At a point, I'm sure there will, it'll, it, every movie will probably follow, like, okay, this is why. But Yeah, but at, uh, all these earlier the start, ones. <laughs> superhero movies don't really instill any lessons, which is a big part of superheroes, is... Yeah, being bigger than yourself, which none of these movies reflect that. Yeah, they're just kind of doing it because they can. Yeah, <laughs> and so Simon thinks that Steve's dad would be pretty proud to see the formula in the form of his own son, and so I guess they're friends again now. Simon goes on to explain how Steve's dad was pretty much the most patriotic man ever, which should probably be Steve Rogers, but yeah, uh, maybe Simon is dressed like fucking Johnny Cash. He's dressed yeah, in all black at like the complete beach. complete opposites. Yeah, Steve's dad was basically Robin Hood. He took down CEOs and rich business business owners and they called him Captain America, which it's kind of like a Yankee doodle thing where it's like, oh, we're doing this because fuck you, fuck you, America. But then, no, they're just like, all right, we'll own it. I don't care. Yeah, but like, (laughs) they don't call him Captain America because it's cool. They call him Captain America like, haha, you're a little bitch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, as a joke, like, like as a slight at him. Like, you're a dumbass. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But Simon is like, Steve, uh, you want to be a super crime fighter? Do you want to be Captain America? Yeah, I can. You want to be a little bitch like your father? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you can't change the name. Rock Flag and Eagle. Rock Flag and Eagle! But do you. Yeah, he's like, I'm a super crime fighter, and uh, I'm gonna be Q from James Bond. I have some special equipment for you. And I just knew. I think we all knew off the bat this is gonna look really bad, probably. It didn't look as bad as I thought it would, but oh no. It's still pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Steve's like, oh, I'll think about it. Oh, also, here's a drawing I did of the Captain America costume. I stole this from the fucking storyboard table. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's very obvious. Yeah, he did not do that, because it doesn't match the art he did earlier yeah, in the movie. not at all. The villains in this movie don't really have a reason to hate or to, like, try to kill Steve Rogers. Yeah, well, they don't He's have a reason to, to do a, have a bomb <laughs> yeah, either, but too. they do. At least... 
in Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, there's a solid plan. Yeah. Spider-Man... In this one, there's just... He's, Spider-Man, the fucking fat guy, is making everybody kill themselves so he can have money. It's an extortion plan, pretty much. Doctor Strange, she's trying to bring her master back into power over Earth. <laughs> Spider- and kill an old yeah, man. Yeah, and kill an old man. Captain America, nothing. Like, nothing. he doesn't... It's, it's, I have a bomb. <laughs> shoot Captain America. Make bomb. Yeah, that's... Blow his, up. <laughs> he has, he has three, a three-step plan, and none of the steps make... He has no reason for any of the steps. He has a three-step plan that doesn't need to go in any specific order. <laughs> yeah, okay, and here's the point where I really thought I missed a scene. Like, I thought maybe we skipped a scene on the DVD because Steve and Wendy are, like, at the beach together. Yeah, and it's a just, different, it's like a different day, I think. Maybe, but also, they're wearing the same stuff. But when Simon and Steve were walking around, Wendy wasn't, there's no indication Wendy yeah, was there. <laughs> and there's no reason for, like, Wendy and Steve to be hanging out, but Wendy says that she's worried about Steve and then they, like, kiss? And yeah, I it's thought like a, I was missing something? super forced. It's, yeah. And it's never brought up again. <laughs> and Simon uses a line that I hate in movies and in real life, which is, it is a little thing, but where they're, somebody's having an intimate moment and somebody just comes in and they're like, I hope I'm interrupting. Yeah, mate, you fucking, you fucking are. <laughs> like, what are you, you, what are you doing? Just wait a minute. Yeah. It's just weird. It's kind of creepy. And then, a little. Yeah. And Simon says Jeff's only friends, according to that FBI guy who was at the scene earlier, was Simon, Steve, and Bracken. And they're like, oh, well, uh, I think we should need to look more into this, uh, whatever Catherine or whatever fucking Jeff's wife name was, because I think maybe the plane accident was faked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pretty much they're like, we were friends with him and that guy was friends with him, we so he must have killed him. Like, fucking okay. Guy. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> kill him. <laughs> we didn't kill him, so it must have been him. <laughs> oh, and Steve's like, uh, yeah, Wendy, you're a girl. Go take Tina to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are women. You guys will get along fine. All women get along, which reminds me of that John Mulaney bit about how Ocean's Eleven wouldn't work with women. <laughs> like, Ocean's Eleven with women wouldn't work. Because two would keep breaking off to talk shit about the other nine. Brackett's right-hand man is watching them in a car, because that's what they do. And Simon brings Steve to the weapons testing area, and this is pretty cool. Because, I mean, they're just driving around this this kind of sweet, like, Mer- Mercedes convertible. And it's Steve's old van, which I thought fell off the side of a cliff, but all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely fell off the side of a cliff, and, and it was it hasn't been seen since. Yeah, and this is kind of, this is so fucking dumb, but it's kind of cool how you press a button, and then the Captain America motorcycle comes out of the yeah, wall of the van. Yeah, fucking come on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I like. I like. Um, Steve responds. Hey, this thing scramble eggs on Sunday too, and it whistles Dixie. <laughs> What the he, fuck like, does that mean? Who the fuck wrote this? Well, 40-year-old white men who don't understand surfers or hippies or anything. Jesus. I don't think it's just that. I think they just don't know how how normal people talk to no, each other. No, I don't. Clearly not. I don't know who fucking talks like that. Uh, maybe Simon, the guy who plays Simon wrote the movie. <laughs> they all look the same. There's no way of knowing. And then on the front of the bike is a really, really bad clear dome oh, shield oh. made of plastic. It's just, so a, bad. just a glorified frisbee, really. Yeah, literally his shield is just a motorcycle decoration. But apparently, I mean, yeah, but it is detachable. And it's bulletproof and it's a boomerang. But it's not vibranium. It's very it's clearly plastic. plastic. And Steve's stuntman, I mean, Steve Rogers fires up the motorcycle and... 
it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It's got like jet propulsion stuff, and we get that awesome theme. Yeah, I think I think the entire scene of him riding around is kind of cool, but at the same time, it goes it on a long time. One, it goes on for a while, and two, the actor for Captain America it doesn't look like he knows how to ride a motorcycle. No, like, it looks like he's about to fall off well, the I, entire I, time. I, well, that's why I think the stunt double was probably like or, yeah, even the any stunt aerial double. shot. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he knew how to ride a motorcycle either. It's almost like Captain America's main attribute should be riding a motorcycle. <laughs> but yeah, Steve rides through the forest and the dirt desert road. And There's I'm... a perfectly placed ramp at yeah, some point. Yeah, it was so funny. Just it's in like, the middle of like nowhere. GTA 5. Or yeah, like, where they're just they just all around the city. Like, did Simon set that up for him? Yes. <laughs> like... but, but I'm really surprised the shield didn't like pop off the front. Because I don't know yeah, how that shield's it, sticking it to was, the front of the motorcycle. It was shaking so much yeah, the entire time. Yeah, I thought it was going to come off. The bracket has a fucking helicopter. And that's this is kind of awesome. This is like Mission Impossible <laughs> shit. Where Brackett's helicopter is like hot on Steve's trail. And then this hillbilly tries to shoot him with a hunting rifle. Hillbilly's <laughs> in the helicopter for the record. They're at like, at one point they get at like point blank range and he still misses. Yeah, he's he's a horrible shot. Because he they got him off his fucking farm in Alabama. Where, <laughs> and brought him to San Francisco. And Steve uses his rocket assist to get out of there. Which, as my friend Kevin would call it, nitro boost. Uh, but yeah, it has jet propulsion. It has a really dumb silent mode that we find out about later. But you see the switch. Earlier it, it's on. Just, it's really stupid. Yeah, it's super stupid. And brackets helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like fucking North by Northwest. It's like okay, I shouldn't compare a fucking Captain America movie from 1979 to Alfred Hitchcock, <laughs> but it's 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 got the you know running away from the helicopter. Helicopter is really low, even though I know in that it's it's crop dusting and it's a biplane. You, you get the point. I just want to talk about Alfred Hitchcock so I can stop thinking about Captain America. <laughs> but we get some brief first-person motorcycle stuff until Steve jumps off the bike and grabs onto the helicopter. Yeah, the fucking bike is just gone. Yeah, even though it comes back later, he does the same fucking thing. Yeah, like they they try to explain it as like Simon has people that yeah it has a crew but not at first (laughs) that's later when we find out that so i don't know how they got it back the first time no me either and there's some awesome fucking stunts because you know that somebody is hanging on to the helicopter yeah but the really cool thing is when they fucking clearly grab the guy and throw him into the lake they throw him in the lake like it doesn't even like it looks like they actually threw him out like yeah but I think they did. Yeah, it didn't look like a dummy. Like, yeah, that was a that was a person. You can, not only can you tell because he's moving around, whatever. Like the the I feel like the height from helicopter to lake, like that's a stunt height. Like, yeah, it would probably be higher if it was a dummy, but it's the it's the perfect height I think, and that was awesome. And so Cap holds the the gun. The Cap holds the pilot at gunpoint like a true hero. So he'll land the cops copter safely. And Steve tells Simon that his hearing and sight are also enhanced. I don't think we ever find see that, that that's, happen again. And that was never that was never brought up uh, until now. That's but one of Captain America's powers are pretty confident. <laughs> uh, and S- Steve Simon tells this is funny. Simon tells Steve that he's reached maximum potential, and now he needs to fucking train and deal with being a super soldier. Oh later. yeah, this this entire conversation is happening while the helicopter is still on. Yeah, so they are screaming like... at the top of their lungs about this. But but the best read is after yeah after Simon's like you're gonna have to deal with this. Steve just says yeah. That'll be the tough part. <laughs> Which is so, it's so stale. And then we just cut back to Jeff's house <laughs> where Bracket is there. And Tina thinks it's just her father's friend or whatever, doesn't know he's a bad, he's a bad guy. And uh, they're like, hey, you know, Tina, if you uh, you help me out with finding that film, then we can prove your daddy isn't a traitor. I'm just going to keep saying daddy because that's real creepy and I'm a real creepy guy. <laughs> uh, you were the villain. 
look, man. <laughs> but I never, yeah. We get a really creepy line where Brackett's like, I've never known a father and daughter closer than you two were. Clearly hasn't been to Sweet Home oh. Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, this guy keeps making it weirdly sexual. And he's like, she's like, oh, yeah, we went fishing and we used to hide notes from each other. And, and I used to hide it in his fishing rod. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. To make this situation even worse, she said that uh, they hide notes. And if they couldn't find the note, they had to do whatever was written on That's it. That's right. It's like, oh, yeah, you got to do whatever I want. We'd hide little notes from each other. If we couldn't find them, we had to do whatever the other one had written down on the note. Sweet home <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah it, yeah so so then the doorbell rings of wendy's oh shit no sorry they find the they go through the fishing rod and they find the film so bracket has it now and you know one thing he needs to make a bomb and the doorbell rings and wendy shows up going on that that girl's trip that dinner <laughs> that they're they're planning but then once they're both inside he pulls a gun on them and He's like, let's take a ride yeah <laughs> It just gets worse and worse. Yeah, it's, it, it only goes downhill for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, this is probably... This might be the last, like, funny it's like the thing, last... and then it's really boring. Yeah, this is like oh, wait, the last... No, 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 no this no. is when it actually... This is when Captain America this, starts. Yeah, this is when it yeah. picks up. Okay. This is when all the cool stunts start I literally happening. forgot about the good stuff, because I can only think about how boring the last 15 yeah. minutes is, but we're not This is This yet. is the last, like, half an hour, probably. I'm surprised we had this much to say about this movie. Yeah, I didn't expect this much. Me either. So, Brackett calls... Jeff or Steve or whoever, I didn't write it down, and says that he's got Wendy and Tina, and if Steve Rogers gets in the way, I'm gonna fucking, what, Wendy and Tina are gonna get fucked up, and we finish the bomb also. Steve asks Simon to send him in alone, and Simon's like, alright, but you gotta wear a horrible costume. <laughs> yeah, he, he's pretty much like, okay, yeah, you can go in alone, but you need protection. And that, it's an excuse for him to wear a really bad Captain America costume. That isn't bulletproof or anything. It's, it's literally... He says it's for protection, and it literally just looks like a jumpsuit. It's, <laughs> it's like pajamas and a motorcycle helmet and a mask. Like, okay. It's I, not even a mask. It, he, is it part of the helmet? I think I think he's literally just wearing motorcycle goggles. Like he's just wearing okay. goggles. Okay, like, so it's like a, mask. a blue helmet with an A on it, blue goggles. The most interesting thing about the costume, we're kind of weird Superman Returns esque design choice, which is he has stars all around like the edges of his gloves and boots. Oh yeah, <laughs> which yeah, I mean Superman Returns suit famously like the blue was made up of S's everywhere. <laughs> so. I don't remember that. I, I need to look at that I again. Like Superman. I love Superman Returns, but it's not good. <laughs> I think it's great, though. And then I think we get both of our favorite line in the whole movie, which oh, is what he talks about. Jam Captain America down their throats. Which he says There's a lot of times. weird sexual stuff in the last not half an hour. Not as much as Doctor Strange. Yeah, not There's even close. There's just some weird double entendres in the end Captain America's going to shove himself down a couple throats. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, we're back with Brackett, and he has a bomb vest on, so he's like, if the cops show up, they won't shoot me if I have a bomb vest. Because apparently the bomb will blow up if his heart stops. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a thing. I don't think that's a real thing. That I don't think that is either, that but weird villain scientist stuff, so. Cell, <laughs> what was it? Cell rejection. Yes, no, cell no, rejection. No, we don't know how anything works. We don't know how science works. We don't know how technology works. I'm pretty sure it doesn't work we like that. We don't know how forming a relationship between our hero and his scientist friend's daughter works, clearly. <laughs> 
uh, and we get we get the fucking money shot, which is Steve zooming out of the van on the bike in full costume. It's awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the first time that we see Captain America in a suit, and it took an hour and fifteen minutes, which is what we were talking about in the very first episode with how long it, how it usually takes a long time for us yeah. to see the costume. Yeah. I I just because I was curious, I've been with each of the movies, I've been like keeping track of how long it takes mm. for like the first time the suit actually shows up is. Mm. Yeah, Spider-Man didn't take that long. No, it was like half an hour. Was quick, even though it didn't make any sense why you. Doctor it. Strange, it never showed up. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, kind of. He pretty much. He got one at the end, but that yeah, the Captain Marvel suit. Yeah, so that doesn't count. And yeah, then this well, one yeah, he did have that suit that we liked. Yeah, for like five minutes. Th- yeah, and that one. That one was. Yeah, I counted that one. I think that one was pretty much like the same amount of time that this one took. Yeah, it was yeah. like an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's that sucks. That's probably something we'll see in a lot of the earlier ones because yeah. I feel like. Superhero movies. I think it's just because the technology, like costume technology, wasn't to the point where you can replicate a comic book suit and not make it look ridiculous. Like, because we still have like the 2012 One. Avengers Captain America. Oh suit. God, yeah. And like we, because most costumes now everybody looks perfect, but there's still exceptions where we haven't totally nailed it. So especially Thor. back then, <laughs> I think Thor's costume is Thor is fine. He doesn't yeah. wear the helmet or anything. I don't know. I, don't I think know. I like him later on. I think in like yeah. the original Thor and in Avengers. 2012 he looks, oh, he looks know, a little it's most i don't think it's a costume problem i think it's because he got the weird bleached blonde that, eyebrows that might be what it is <laughs> <laughs> oh god i forgot about that uh, yeah that might be what it is yeah okay back to this movie yeah sorry uh, uh oh yeah okay so i think <laughs> to me the costume kind of looks like something like evil knievel would wear yeah it does yeah it's like a stuntman yeah it's like a suit. weird like motorcycle stuntman costume yeah, which is pretty much exactly what cap is in this movie yeah he's, he's just a, a motorcycle stuntman he is yeah with a with a frisbee yeah <laughs> as ultron said with a, with a big old frisbee yeah. yeah and so he gets into the fucking villain base and this is when he turns his bike to silent mode <laughs> which doesn't make any so sense stupid. yeah mm, steve leaves the bike and well, I, he's got the shield base he leaves the bike somewhere and he's gonna save the day but he immediately blows his cover and does a super jump <laughs> Yeah. And all the guards are looking for him. Of course. <laughs> fucking Captain America's signature move. <laughs> the, <laughs> the fucking super jump. 30 foot jump. Yeah, which has never happened. Ever. <laughs> and they find him. There's a pretty cool bullet deflection effect for, for 1979. It's pretty cool. Like yeah, it, it was pretty good. Cap uh, breaks up. This is like fucking Tom and Jerry levels of stupidity where he breaks off a nozzle and oh, sprays yeah, the guards. Oh, yeah, sprays oil. Yeah. <laughs> and they just fucking slip over each other. And they slide into a bunch of like barrels. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And Cap has this goofy grin the whole time. It's so funny. Cap grabs the head scientist and sounds like Nicolas Cage for a second. The girls, where are they? And the doctor has some horrible dubbing. In a room under number two stack. They're, they're all right. And he immediately cracks under the pressure. And Steve asks the scientist to show him to Brackett's office. But then he just leads the way to Brackett's yeah. office. Like, like Steve is yeah, like, like, where like, is drags it? Him. And then drags him. <laughs> like, yeah, so like he, he knows already. Yeah. Cap crushes this lock on its safe. It's kind of cool. He rips the door off its hinges and rescues Wendy and Tina. And then the scientist tells Cap Brackett's plan, but it's not really a plan. It's just I ha- he has a bomb. Yeah, He's going to he set it bomb. off. 
And he doesn't tell him where he's gonna set it off. He's just he has a yeah, bomb. Yeah, he has a bomb. <laughs> and then okay. I think he dies. <laughs> yeah. He kind of like slumps over and like Cap checks his pulse and then runs. Yeah, he runs. So I think he accidentally murdered the scientist. <laughs> he did. I, I, and then just left him. I bet that fucking motorcycle ride home was just him with Wendy and Tina. He's being like, don't tell anyone <laughs> yeah. about this. <laughs> okay, I might have committed a murder, <laughs> but it's okay. He was evil. <laughs> yeah, I think he made a bomb. <laughs> do only two people die in this whole movie? Movie. I think so. Jeff and this fucking guy? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, so we're back at the lab. They discuss the plan, and it's talking about how the bomb is gonna be in this truck, and we get a bunch of... He gets... Fucking Simon gets a bunch of records faxed to him in a very long sequence. It's really bad. Anytime you see a fax machine in the movie, unless it's Back to the Future 2, it's just like, oh no. Read my No! Fax! Please! No, I cannot be fired! I'm fired! They say, should we call in the Air Force? No! Fuck the Air Force! <laughs> We're gonna do it ourselves. <laughs> we got a motorcycle stunt stuntman. Fucking, send Cap in yeah, again. Yeah, send Cap in. We got two members of the Carpenters and fucking Simon in a helicopter. We, we gotta have Cap where the... We gotta have more Captain America somehow. Because we gotta put something on the fucking NBC TV commercials <laughs> that we don't want to get beaten out by Roots again. <laughs> and then you this know is, of just padding. This is when we get to the worst... <laughs> the, wor- the last 15 minutes, there's kind of nothing fun yeah it's kind of boring he gets a lot of padding i kind of admire how it just depicts like the awkwardness of a long trip where people don't know what to say to each other yeah they're kind of just sitting there yeah simon and steve are in a helicopter and they it's, just don't say anything it's literally a five minute long silent helicopter ride yeah it is like it's oh, so I, awkward I've, i wrote down it's been literally four minutes like it's so weird no exaggeration like just, why is that still in see, just cut it out and then we see yeah it's it's the worst the last 15 minutes is fucking joyless when we in brackets like reading the bible or something in the back of a truck and so somehow steve's just instantly back in full costume and on the bike i don't remember how we get some cool behind the tire shots and yeah once again cap fucking throws his bike away to jump on the truck but it's just like it's the same stunt from the helicopter yeah, it's I guess. The exact same he thing. probably knew how to do one stunt which is jump <laughs> from one thing to another they literally have a whole scene dedicated to answering my question <laughs> where i'm like oh how where does this fucking bike go and then immediately after i wrote that they're like oh we picked up the bike and i'm like all right fine fair enough <laughs> You got me. <laughs> but, yeah, the suit uh, leaves nothing to the imagination. You can uh, very clearly see the outline of his of his dick. Um, it's... Because he has to shove himself down a couple thrones. Yeah, it's... <laughs> no. Oh, God, that was awful. See, you know, it's great. That's the <laughs> fucking saving grace of this episode, that one line. And so Steve Hotbrock... <laughs> what the fuck were you trying to say? <laughs> Steve hotboxes bracket. There we go. Uh, so they just pull the truck over, which I don't think that's very professional. He just traps him in there with a bunch of smoke. Yeah, he, <laughs> he pretty much out. chokes on truck fumes and then dies. Yeah, <laughs> well, he passes out. Because, he almost dies. Yeah, Cap hits the henchman with the door and he hits him off a cliff, so I guess he's dead too. Yeah. So that's the, Steve Rogers' kill count is two, the movie's kill count is three. Steve finds the bomb on bracket, and so, the, so they say the bomb will go off if his pulse stops, and we get the fucking longest real-time sequence of all time where we get them the defusing the bomb. landing, the hel- them defusing the bomb, it's... then making sure the villain doesn't die. Yeah. It takes like ten minutes. It's such a long thing. And then the fucking cops and the bomb squad show up, and then that's it. Yeah. Then... <laughs> yeah we don't see the, him go to jail. It's just <laughs> like, they're like, oh, we'll call the cops and the bomb squad, and then they leave. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, we'll leave it to them. And then it's just a cut. <laughs> and then I got pissed. <laughs> so, apparently, we're back at fucking Jeff's house where Tina, Wendy, Simon, Steve fucking are. 
That sounds like the fucking cast of Friends. <laughs> but, so apparently Tina's mom, who died in the plane crash, was fucking alive the whole time, and she was just Brackett's prisoner, and now she's back. And we get this shitty, puss-out, happy fucking ending. And, and, <laughs> and Steve says once again, He did jam himself down a few throats, didn't he? Best line in the Great. entire movie. Fantastic. That's at the one they hour and said it. They could have said it any other way. But they didn't, and they said it twice. Yep, I'm so glad they did. That's the best part of the movie. <laughs> and Steve says that he'll permanently be Captain America, and then he shows up at the end with a slightly different suit that I assume that's, that'll be the one he wears in the sequel. Which we'll have like to talk about. Better. It's a, a little better. It's slightly better, but not by much. It's it still looks blue. like pajamas or, you know, motorcycle. Yeah, motorcycle, like Evil Knievel suit. And then that's it. That's it. Yeah. Then it. that's the, that's just how the movie ends. He says he jammed himself down a couple throats. He becomes Captain America forever, and then that's it. I think the movie ends with them in a desert. Like he yeah, shows well, off that's his when new costume. Yeah, he suit. shows off his new suit, and then Simon's just like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool." And then just cuts to credits. Of all of these movies that have a sequel, this isn't the one I want to have to watch the sequel yeah. to. Like, it's not horrible. It's better. It's more in- entertaining than Doctor Strange, except for the first five minutes and the last 15 minutes. There's like 20 minutes of the most boring fucking shit in the world that I would never watch this again. But I mean, it's better than, it's more you know, Doctor Strange having like, only like, what, 20 minutes being pretty kind of interesting. 20 and the rest minutes being... is generous. Yeah. <laughs> but that entire movie is pretty boring. I don't hate Doctor Strange, but it's yeah, just boring. But even the boring stuff is better. Like, it's a better done soap opera than the fucking all the boring helicopter sitting around in Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably rather watch Doctor Strange again than this again, even though this has more stuff I enjoy. Yeah. I feel like this is better, but for some reason, I would still watch Doctor Strange over this. I mean, it's just getting worse and worse. <laughs> I don't like, think this, I don't think this no, is this worse than worse than Doctor Strange. This definitely Strange. isn't worse than but Doctor Strange. But are these Strange, getting but... more and more boring? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, well, I have seen Captain America 2, and I remember it being pretty entertaining. Okay. So I think that one will is be... Is it Spider-Man levels of entertaining, or is it... All I'm going to say is I remember a sequence where Captain America shoves... Himself bag... down a couple throats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Good what were you saying? Yay. <laughs> no, he shoves a bag of cocaine down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> so... I think Wait, are you are you like are you joking nope, or are you that, completely serious? Yeah, that happens. Are you... <laughs> no, that happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that one next week, next Tuesday. We'll talk about. Oh boy, that's gonna be a time. Okay, so my final thoughts. I don't know if we'll have like a huge speech about this one at the no, end, like we did not, about Doctor Strange. Too much to say about this one because it's. I feel like I feel like maybe in at the end of our Spider-Man review, the, one of the criticisms I, I've heard is that we kind of just said how bad it is in, like, 20 different ways for 10 minutes, which is probably fair. I mean, we so, did that with Doctor Strange. Yeah, we did, but I think with Doctor Strange, we brought we up point. more... We, we brought up more good points, I think, with that one than just repeating ourselves, but I will write, because after I watch one of these movies, I just immediately write my final thoughts, so at the time, we'll see if I've changed this, but I, I wrote, Captain America benefits from Red Brown's likable performances, Steve Rogers, and some really fun stunt work. It's full of memorable moments, both for either just pure, sh- like, schlock value or just well done scenes like the bit at the beach that we were talking about. And I do enjoy the alternate origin as well as the painfully joyously dumb suit and motorcycle. However, an extremely uninspired villain who with no fucking plan as we were talking about. <laughs> Nothing, not even close. A horrible last 15 minutes manages to destroy like all of the goodwill that this movie previously built up. It was much more painless than I thought it would be, but when it dragged on, you could really fucking feel it. I give it six and five twelve throat jammings out. Of th- All right. Um. So I I think I would I think I would pretty much completely 
agree. Like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I actually <laughs> liked about this movie. It it gets the beginning and the end are a little rough around well the entire movie is a little rough around the edges, but yeah. <laughs> uh nothing is as bad as the first couple minutes and like the entire end of the movie. No. The the entire middle I would say is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's it's almost on like a Spider-Man level, not by being that bad, but just being entertaining. Yeah, it's it's a pretty entertaining time. I don't I wouldn't say I was like bored or anything. A lot of the stunts no. were actually pretty impressive for yeah. being like early like late 70s. Especially when it's a movie with a 1 million dollar budget and you don't expect that yeah. from a Captain America telly movie from And I I think even though the the suit is kind of kind of rough. It's it's a little rough. It's fun. But I still like it. I I, I think with with like how the movie is and like how they set it up and everything, I think it's I think it works for this Captain America, yeah. but not as like Captain America Captain in general. Movie. No, yeah. I think that I, I think that what this one has over Doctor Strange is you do get that, that solid time of just fucking running around in the dumb suit doing the silly stuff you want to see. Because that's what a lot of you Spider-Man is. You get what is. you came for yeah. this time. Spider-Man, most of it is what you want to see, just the dumb costume, the bad effects. And you get some, some of the dumb costume and silly stuff in Captain America. You don't get much of that in Doctor Strange. Which So I think this is more fun than Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah, this is, this is a lot more fun because there's... I feel like it has a good balance of like exposition stuff and yeah. then like stunts because it's usually it's pretty evenly like distributed yeah it's pretty yeah. evenly split up like there's a couple minutes of them talking and then there's a pretty there's a pretty cool stunt like that and that usually takes up like i don't know like 10 minutes yeah and there's no there's no sequence where steve rogers sits down and reminisces about the last hour of footage so yeah they don't it, have to it, i think the pacing except for the beginning and the end the those end, are yeah. kind of rough but super rough. the pacing is actually pretty like it stays pretty consistent I genuinely like the kind of the friendship between Steve Rogers and Simon. I think there's a lot of good scenes with those two just talking, especially on the beach, like yeah, and I in the hospital. Room. I feel like they were a really good pair. Like I feel like yeah. Simon was actually. I think he could be considered a sidekick, and that would be yeah. pretty good. Like yeah. he's a pretty he's pretty good as he a sidekick. Is, he is the cue to Steve Rogers as James Bond. Like he's giving him the gadgets and he's he's helping him through. I think it's, yeah, I, I, I like. I it. think th- them t- like them together is probably the second best part of the movie other than that one line oh my god yeah that's <laughs> a good line and, and yeah and the stunts are pretty yeah good. And, and the stunts the stunts are really good yeah i yeah no it's it's not bad as a film it's probably i think they're getting better like like technically dr strange is a little better than spider-man i think technically captain america is a little better than dr strange yeah as as uh time has gone on because all these movies have been like a year apart so yeah. as time went on i think they were kind of like they were kind of figuring out like what was working yeah and they figured out like they figured out how to make things actually look kind of cool so i think one of the most probably fun parts of the show is is looking back at like how we started with these three basically the the cbs trilogy i guess and then we end with like everything's like a special effects spectacular yeah because i don't know (laughs) endgame yeah (laughs) fucking endgame or literally any mcu movie yeah literally the mcu from what probably not the not not the first Iron Man from what like Thor forward. <laughs> Thor has a pretty shitty climax. Well, no, no, I'm saying like oh, just special effects. Yeah, wise? just special effects everywhere. Well, I think that I, the Iron Man or actually, suit no, yeah, is yeah, so that's, good. That's... You don't even think of it as being CG. Yeah, I don't. I think uh, I think it just 
<laughs> for because in the beginning they didn't have CG, so seeing well, them have yeah, obviously seeing them have to like figure out how to actually make it look we'll pretty get, decent we'll, without we'll get some terrible uh, early CG in Howard the Duck. I know exactly what's going on. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, say we will about Howard the Duck. That is like an actual movie. It's not a CBS movie. Yeah, it's made by a real company, and it's one. It's one of the, it's like a guilty pleasure. I think <laughs> I think we'll probably love Howard the Duck. Yeah. Watching oh no, I already do know yeah, that I love it. I've great. seen that movie so many times. Really, I've only seen it. I've seen it, I've seen it like six times. That's incredible. Good. I don't know why I've seen it so many times, that's but great. I love it. It's that, it's that's gonna be fun. It's such though. a bad movie, but at the same time, I love it. Man, like like <laughs> after we get through Captain America two next week, which I'm sure will be like this, pretty fun, but also drags a little bit, or maybe it'll be better. I don't know. Then we're pretty much smooth sailing from then on. Then yeah, it's good so, shit because we have Howard the Duck and then some Incredible Hulk stuff and Nick Fury and then after that it's pretty much Blade and, and then yeah, so, that's movies. So f- these first couple have been like early 70s like TV pilots. The late 70s. Or, yeah, 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 late 70s. Pretty much there's going to be Captain America and then it's going to be like that's pretty much going to be like I'm thinking of it in like phases for some reason. Well, so like, I mean, it kind of is. This, this first phase is like weird like TV movies and like uh, pilots. And we'll still the, get into that with Nick Fury Incredible Hulk. Like, yeah. That isn't but, going away. But at, we're going to hit like Howard the Duck and it like a lot of the stuff after that we're going to be in a weird like phase of 80s think, movies yeah, like yeah, actually yeah. trying to be serious superhero movies like Which, instead of TV that'll, movies that'll be fun yeah it's gonna be weird to <laughs> and see then, as soon but... as we hit Blade maybe Blade up until like Ghost Rider that's a like that's a phase and then Iron Man onwards that's a thing like, yeah that's because you get your late 90s early 2000s stuff yeah because it's it's like early TV movies then we have like weird 80s trying to figure out how to make a superhero movie yeah. and then the 90s is like they've got a pretty decent grasp on it and yeah, then that goes into the early 2000s which is Spider-Man and the X-Men movies and, so yeah. they, they figured it out by by then even though I mean you get a Fantastic Four and a Ghost Rider and a Daredevil there yeah, you I, get, like, you, I like all of you those, get a couple but, bumps in the road but, but for it, the most part they know flawless. what they're doing and then there's the MCU which, which speaks I'm, for itself I'm sure everybody already knows what that's gonna be yeah. like but yeah, no point is I just I've I've liked watching the evolution of these movies and I think they do get better every time. Still, if you're gonna watch only one of these, watch Spider Man. Also, you don't have to pay for it. It's on YouTube. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean that's pretty much it. Uh, uh I well I gotta else. I gotta give it a rating. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know. It's probably somewhere in the. I I would give it like six and a half illegal cases of Captain America shoving himself down your throat. That's out of 10. definitely yeah. That, it's definitely <laughs> in the in the six point five yeah, range. Yeah, it's. Sure. I I wouldn't give it anything higher. Like probably the lowest is like five five and a half. Well, I think five five and a half is more Doctor Strange territory. I think I, I had more fun with. This. Well, I mean, I especially put, since I, just good stuff talking about Doctor movie. Strange kind of made me put it down. It's like more of like a three and a half to a four. Jesus, like, I would, like it's it's. It's I I don't know I, I would say that for like Electra <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> Electra's I'm gonna be my like low a two grades, yeah Electra's gonna be like oh I hate like Electra. a two or a two and a half Electra's really bad I'm really scared for that one I I haven't seen it but I've heard so much about it oh it sounds God. awful Yeah I had like an aneurysm watching it for the first time <laughs> it's like that and Ben Affleck Daredevil <laughs> Daredevil I don't think Daredevil's that bad I haven't comparatively seen it, so. anyway Oh yeah we'll get to that one. Yeah All right guys well sorry this was a, a bit of a shorter one not that much shorter and i'm sure but i'm sure when i edit it down it'll be a little shorter <laughs> it'll be like, it'll be like 45 minutes yeah well 
<laughs> but I mean, I guess that kind of is reflective of, of how interesting the movie is. It's it's fun. I mean, yeah, we don't need to reiterate our point, I guess. Yeah. But what else? Uh, before I, Oh, before uh, I'm going to be this Friday, I'll be having a tiny guest appearance on a podcast called Podcasters Assemble. I'll leave a link to that uh, as soon as that goes up. That. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm I, Yeah, it's just a little thing where basically the thing is they get a ton of podcasters to give like a... a answer a few questions about Endgame, their opinions on it, and I was just like, I can knock this out in five minutes. I'll, <laughs> I'll put it up there, and that, that'll be good. Uh, I mean, that's definitely a bigger podcast than this is, so I, I, mean, I yeah, think that'll no shit. get us out there a little bit, hopefully. Um, but yeah, no, I'll put a link up to that if that's up. That won't be up until Friday, so you might have to wait on that. I'll definitely put mention it next week, too. Uh, yeah, other than that, you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at MarvelMoviePod. You can email us. And, fu- uh, and don't don't forget, uh, fucking E-Tunes or whatever you called it. Oh, Oh, uh, Aintunes. <laughs> Aintunes. Yeah. Aintunes. Yeah, you can also find us on Aintunes. You can find us on iTunes, you can find us on Spotify, you can find us anywhere, anywhere pretty much now, I think. I don't think there's much main places we aren't now. Um, I've been meaning to put the episodes on YouTube. I only put the first episode up because it takes a little bit to YouTube sucks set a video to uploading it. videos. Yeah, it, <laughs> it takes like eight hours. Yeah, to it kind of sucks. So I'll probably put more on YouTube and maybe you'll leave a link to that at some point. But just listen to it on Spotify or iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever you can. iTunes uh, and on <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> you can you can find uh, you can email us at marvelmoviepod at gmail.com. You can find me on Flipped Egg on on Instagram, find me on flipped egg with the three in the E and egg on Twitter. Franny won't give you a social media because he hates you. And yeah. <laughs> that is it. All right, thanks Bye. for listening. Jam Captain America down their throats.